0: This is episode 37. It's called, We're Back! Epiphanies and a Bucket List. That's a hard word. Epiphanies. Epiphanies.
1: Way to go. Well, that wasn't very nice, giving her such a difficult title right off the bat. We're resting. I pull her out of hiatus, and then I make her say, Epiphanies. (laughs) nice mother. Yeah, epiphanies and a bucket list. That is the title for this episode. And uh, yeah, we are back and ready to attack. <laughs> We're not going to attack. That sounds violent. We are back in all our glory. By glory, I mean, I haven't brushed my hair today. And there's a significant bird's nest in the back. So that's attractive. And I'm wearing my floor drobe because Who cares? No one's going to see me. I'm not going anywhere for like at least two weeks. Yeah. So we took a little break for the month of December because we just needed some time to, you know, unwind and and rest because we were tired. I mean, the whole world is exhausted right now. (laughs) It's been interesting, hasn't it? So we've been lucky so far. We have avoided the COVID, the COVID, but um, yeah, as of today, that is. So talk to me tomorrow. Who knows? Like I, I don't even know what to do. I, I don't. I'm not going to talk about it. COVID? What COVID? I don't know. So yeah, we enjoyed the holidays and we took some time to, I don't know, just do nothing really. Well, we did some some medical housekeeping, so to speak. Uh, meaning Avery had some testing done. She had some lab work and an EEG, and I'm going to be talking all about that soon. Once we follow up with our neurologist um, in the middle of the month. Rest assured, though, our girl is okay. We just have some things we have to figure out, but there's no immediate worries. And I'm not being cryptic or anything. She's got some seizure activity that's unusual, and we just want to follow up on that. But anyways, other than that, all good. And we had a nice holiday. I mean, it wasn't ideal. Thank you, pandemic. But it was really nice to have the whole family together, Team Thornbury. Woo! And um, yeah, Sebastian Avery's big brother was home from university and everything, and he's still here. He's actually he's actually sleeping in the next room. It's noon, just FYI. Anyway, <laughs> university classes are remote for now, so that's a big sigh. And um, what else? So over Christmas, we what did we do? We watched movies. We we went for long walks and some short walks. We we ate a lot, like disgusting amount. Then we went for more walks and we played a lot of ping pong. My God, I love ping pong. And I have to say it has been really great for Avery's um, hand eye coordination and her balance and her motor skills, all of it. And I'm, I'm loving it too. It's actually quite a sweaty, frothy workout that table tennis. It is super fun. Plus, there's nothing more hilarious than the sound of a hard hit ping pong ball pinging off a family member's skull. (laughs) Trust me, it is hysterical. Do it. Anyway, the holidays were good. During our downtime, I had planned on recording several episodes of this podcast just so I could get ahead of the game for a change and not be recording the day of as I am right now. (laughs) So yeah, I was going to record all kinds of things. Well, I recorded zero zero seconds because without a deadline, um, I just can't. And I didn't. <laughs> I'm back to my university days. Anyway, that's okay. We're back now, and we're excited to be here. And I want to say we're here for another season, but we didn't actually we didn't actually divide this podcast into seasons like some podcasts do. Um, I don't know why. Our episodes are just simply numbered consecutively. There are no seasons. Just. One episode after the other every week. And so here we are today at episode 37. And this episode is about bucket lists with a twist. And with that twist comes a content warning for adult language. So this episode contains a very liberal dose of the F word. It's not, and it's not gratuitous, really. It's actually relevant to the content mostly. And this episode is also about a few recent epiphanies. Um, I thought I'd throw that into the mix today, too, because it is January 6th today, and according to the calendar, it is Epiphany Day, and I had to look up what that was. It is apparently a Christian holiday, which I am unfamiliar with, but um, I'm a sucker for a theme, so here we are. So let's get started. Hey, everyone.
0: It's A Very Bright life. It sure is. Your life is so bright. I gotta wear shades. We are so happy that you're here with us. Let's do this thing.
1: Wow, that was a really long introduction. I had a lot to say apparently and what I'd like to say now is Happy New Year to our lovely A Very Bright Lifers. We have missed you and we hope that you're doing okay in this very weird new year. Like what is actually happening? You can't make this shit up, am I right? Anyway, we will just soldier on, or more like a commando crawl. Just crawl towards the light. That's what I'm doing over here. And if you are new here, um, I can be a little bit dramatic, <laughs> apparently, but don't be afraid. Just feel welcome, and um, we are really happy that you're here. If you are new, here is a little bit about us that you might not know. We are uh, Lisa, that's me. I'm mom to Avery. I am a former teacher, and I'm now, and have been for a while, a stay-at-home, work-at-home mom, and um, I'm also a content creator, and yes, I do have to suppress an eye roll whenever I say that, but it's a thing. I have been blogging since 2000 and, uh, 2009, or actually even before that, I think. I started a, blo- a blog um, back when they used to be called weblogs. Like, way back in the day. And um, over the years, I've written for lots of digital publications. I was a staff writer for a popular um, mom website. And then I was an editor for another online magazine. And I did lots of freelance writing and video creation under my name, plus um, some ghostwriting and copywriting. And I still do some freelance work, not as much lately, but I'm getting back into it. I was also a social media manager for a lot of different brands over the years. You know, the person like that is the voice of the brand behind the scenes, the one that takes all the flack from everybody yelling at them. Yeah, that was, that's a fun gig. (laughs) But uh, I still do a bit of it actually, but being online all the time is mentally taxing. Like it's, it's a lot. So I've definitely tiptoed away from that a little bit. I guess my biggest role right now is um, the most important job, parenting. I say that tongue in cheek, but it's true. And being Avery's parent has been an absolute pleasure. She is like, she is seriously a joy to be around. She really, she really is. And I'm not saying that there haven't been challenges because there definitely have been. There are plenty, but all in all, um, it's a pretty sweet gig. And if you haven't met Avery, she's um, the Avery in the A Very Bright Life title. She is our 15 year old daughter. And she's possibly the friendliest, happiest person I've ever met, legitimately. Go check out some of the videos that we have of her on our Instagram, and you'll see what I mean. And the Instagram, our Instagram page is linked in the show notes if you want to go peruse and say hello. And um, yeah, even during this pandemic, this kid hasn't lost her sparkle. I mean, I, I definitely have. I think, I think my sparkle is um, basically just rust. It's, it's 100% rust. I'm Rusty Sparkles. (laughs) That sounds like a stripper's name. An old, an old male stripper. Put your hands together for Rusty Sparkles. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm delirious. And someone is leaf blowing outside my window and I want to punch a wall. But anyway, yeah, see, I'm rusty. I'm crusty and rusty. Anyway, dear God, when Avery was uh, an infant, she was diagnosed with developmental delays, physical and intellectual disabilities that result from a random chromosome deletion and duplication disorder. So um, yeah, whenever I start to talk about anything sciencey, my mind wanders because that's not my jam. But yeah, basically, as best as I can describe, she's missing a small section of one of the two strands of chromosome three, and she has a duplicated portion of one of her strands of chromosome nine. So this is called a balanced chromosomal translocation, and it's very rare. I was going to tell you a few other things about Avery, but I think um, I will just, uh, I'll let you hear this snippet that we just recorded earlier, because when I was explaining to her um, what the title of this episode is, when I said epiphanies and bucket list, she was like, (gasps) oh, you can't say that. I said, I can't say what? She said, you can't say bucket. I said, oh, no, no, no. It's buh, bucket with a B. She thought it was bucket with an F. <laughs> Foreshadowing because something else is coming up next. But anyway, I had to explain to her that um, no, you can say bucket. Um, she's very, very concerned about her mother's language lately, and there have been some some choice words over the holidays, let me tell you. So, she is invested. So, yeah, anyway, so here is us talking about what a bucket list is. Do you know what a bucket list is?
0: A bucket list is to, and to, and to, uh, to put um, some words in it. Yeah, what kind of words? Like, what kind of things would you put in your bucket my bucket, I, I want to go to England um, to to ride my bike, ride my scooter, to play with my mom <laughs> and my brother, my dad. We are gonna play with the little cars and have so much fun.
1: So a bucket list is a list of all the things that you want to do that make you happy in your life that yes. you want to try? Nice. She's cute, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this podcast was created as a place to share what it's like to parent a developmentally disabled child. And the stories here are, are meant for other parents and caregivers who are also raising kids in profound circumstances. But I'm also speaking to other people who may not have a child with disabilities, but who might be interested in learning what life is like in this community and. And even how they can interact with families like ours from a place of, um, I want to say enlightenment, but that sounds, that sounds obnoxious, but you know what I mean. So I share uh, information from my perspective as a mother, and often it's just me talking and sharing um, maybe what I've learned or mistakes I've made, sometimes venting, um, sometimes rambling, a lot of times rambling. It's also a platform for Avery to speak when she wants to, because she doesn't always want to. And that is totally okay, because the mic is here forever, for whenever she feels like it. And so some episodes are very Avery heavy and others, she might be off doing her own thing. But every episode does begin with her doing the introduction, and then it ends with a word from her. And it's usually a joke of some kind. People have asked, like, just like, well, people, my mom asked, how does she like, where does she get the jokes from? And we do go online together before the episode and we read a bunch of jokes and then she picks the one that she likes the best. And then I usually have to explain the punchline. Um, and once she understands the joke and she legitimately thinks it's funny, then that's the one that we go with. And then I do write it down on a whiteboard because memorizing the joke is difficult. I mean, I can't, I can't tell a joke to save my life. Like once I get to the punchline, I'm completely lost. So yeah, I write it down and then she reads it. So that's how that works. So that is us. And we are glad that you are here. Otherwise I don't know why I'm doing this. Um, (laughs) Alrighty. On to the epiphany podcast portion. That's a lot of pee pops. Okay. First of all, a definition So I looked at the calendar and it said January 6th is Epiphany Day. And I'm like, what? What is Epiphany Day? I had to look it up. Epiphany is one of the three major, I'm reading this now, Christian celebrations along with Christmas and Easter. What? How have I never heard of this? Uh, It is always celebrated on January 6th and it commemorates the presentation of the infant Jesus to the Magi. Is that how you say that? Magi or the three wise men. Huh? The more you know, right? By the way, I am not a complete heathen. I am technically Anglican. I was baptized and everything. And I went to Sunday school, but I obviously wasn't paying attention. So I missed this a religious holiday completely. Um, many Christians take part in epiphany activities such as star processionals on the Sunday closest to January 6th for church services, parties or get togethers to clean up homes after the festive season and to put away Christmas decorations. Okay. I can get behind that second part. I mean, I like Christmas and everything, but I'm always, I don't know. How do you feel? I am so relieved to put away all the crap and get my house back to normal after Christmas. You know, it just feels very cleansing to me. Anyway, speaking of Christmas, here's the first of several epiphanies that I have had over the holidays. Okay. Christmas gifts. Dear Jesus, I overdid it. Um, Maybe as a response to like the doom and gloom of the pandemic, I went a little hog wild with the Christmas shopping. It was actually kind of gross. Although I tried to buy things that were functional and purposeful for the most part. But um, one night I'm sitting there by the fire and I'm looking at the abundance of gifts under the tree and I was a little horrified. And I had my first, my first Christmas epiphany. And uh, we started talking about my husband and I started talking about next year, trying one year of no gift miss. I could talk more about that, but basically no gifts for the adults. Of course, Santa Claus obviously is going to still bring a stocking for Avery and, and a gift, but, um, more experiences, less random emotional spending. Uh, my next timely epiphany, um, is a don't shoot the messenger situation. It has to do with we, we live in Ontario and, uh, Students were supposed to return to school yesterday, and um, I'm sure you know that school has been moved online. Great, super, I get it. Um, But then I was told that Avery's uh, program, she's in a community pathways program, sometimes called Life Skills, um, they are in person. Um, And so we had the choice as parents to decide were we comfortable sending Avery to school to study um, with her class or would she be working online? So we picked online because the child isn't boosted and she has some underlying medical conditions and I just wasn't comfortable with that. So, And also she had her vaccination so long ago that she basically has like no immunity left from those. So we chose to keep her home when we were told that she would be doing virtual learning. We just discovered um, yesterday that it would be asynchronous, which means she would be learning on her own, and they would be sending us some worksheets. Um, So that's what's happening. But you know what? My epiphany there was, I was pissed, but um, don't shoot the messenger. It's not the teacher's fault. Um, It's uh, I don't know whose fault it is. I don't know who to yell at, but I'm not going to yell at anybody because we're just going to make it work. So that's that. Um, Another epiphany I had was that just because I have an opinion Doesn't mean I need to share every single one of them. In the past few few episodes, I have discussed, you know, my thoughts about vaccines and masks and the whole it's only a cold situation. And I do have strong strong opinions about all of that, and I have expressed them, but I realized that I need to choose my battles and I don't have to fight every fight because it can be it is emotionally exhausting. And I think. I felt the whole, like, if you see something, say something mentality, um, it was like a call to arms and we do need to stand up for what is right. And, um, of course, but it's also okay to step back and let somebody else have at it for a while. So that's what I'm doing right now. Related another epiphany time away from social media is 100% necessary for me. Um, I think for everybody, I actually, are you ready? Brace yourselves. I deleted TikTok from my phone. Yeah. I did that and it was painful and I felt withdrawal, but it was necessary because I was seeing stuff that was riling me up and I feel the same way about Facebook and Instagram. I go on, I do my thing and I run. So that's where I am right now. Another epiphany is um, yoga is life. That's all I'm going to say about that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Another epiphany is that, uh, that I had was that actions speak louder than words. And so saying that I'm going to do something like adjust my, my, I can't say diet. Well, yeah, not like not diet, but like what I eat, adjusting what I eat. I'm going to do that. I'm going to follow this rule and that rule. And me saying that out loud gives me a jolt of serotonin because I'm so pleased with myself. And then that sense of satisfaction as though I actually did the thing without even doing it yet, that ends up decreasing my motivation to do the thing. So instead of making big proclamations and announcements about things I'm going to change or do or try, I'm just going to do them. Then I can talk about them after. And then this leads me to the final topic, um, which is resolutions. 2022 hot topic alert, right? I mean, I don't have any resolutions. I mean, I do, but they're the same ones every year. They just repeat. It goes like uh, Lisa makes a resolution she announces it and she's all committed and passionate for like a week. And I go hard and then I fizzle out and then I feel bad about myself. And then I bully myself into trying it again. And then I go semi full tilt for a bit and then I get bored and then distracted. And then I just give up and I move on. That's, that's the whole, um, resolution situation. So instead of talking about resolutions or the new year, new, new year, new me, um, crap, I thought I would share my bucket list. With you, but this is a bucket list with a twist. I wrote this in 2000, this post in 2009, 13 years ago. It makes me laugh and cringe slightly because pretty much everything I put on that list is still on the list. So it's a work in progress, obviously. And I'm gonna read it um, straight from my blog right now. And like I said, I wrote this 13 years ago and I used the term, oh, by the way, content warning, adult language, blah, blah, blah. Um, I wrote this uh, on my blog and I called it, um, I used the term fuck it list uh, before anybody else. And I'm not suggesting that I coined the phrase, um, but I totally coined that phrase. <laughs> I'm feeling possessive of it. Anyway, the link to the post is in the show notes in case you have any desire to go over there and read it and poke around or whatnot. Yeah, adult language content warning comes into effect starting 10 seconds ago, obviously. Okay. Here's my bucket list sort of, and this is in no particular order because these are all equally annoying. All right. Number one, stop obsessing over how the weather is going to affect my hair and just go out into the elements and live my life. I mean, do animals give two shits what their fur is doing? No. Humans are stupid. It's only hair. Two, stop feeling guilty about every little thing. Three, Quit worrying about my car, my house, my clothes, my things. Material things do not matter. Number four, stop trying to control everything people, schedules, household tasks, life. I am not all powerful. Number five, seeking the approval of others is pointless. Don't be a weenie and just get on with it. Number six, Envy is ugly. So what if she's a better writer or wittier or more in shape or more successful or just fuck it? It couldn't matter less. Number seven, as my grandma always said, never say anything about someone unless you'd be proud to say it straight to their face. She was totally right. I have said unkind things about people and it's always come back to bite me in the ass. Gossip has no place in a happy life. Number eight, let grudges go. I am like a pit bull who cannot let go of a bone, but in this case, it's a bone of contention. Number five, I have passive aggressive tendencies, and it's gross. Number ten, I'm a tad dramatic at times, and sometimes it's funny, endearing, even, but mostly it's obnoxious. Drama belongs on a stage, not in my comment section. Number eleven, I am far from perfect, so how can I judge anyone else? Number twelve don't worry, worry until worry worries you. That's an old Irish expression. And I am a worrier and it's exhausting. And I think it has to do with number two, (laughs) not number two poo, number two point. So fuck it because ulcers are not sexy. Number 14, I need to quit being so superstitious. Notice how I skipped number 13. And finally, number 15, stop planning for things that may never happen. Because right now, today, this moment is all that actually matters, and uh, that's the end of the post. And um, yeah, so basically, of those um, fifteen, uh, there's like at least fifteen that I'm still working on. <laughs> yeah, but how is it? How is it possible not to like think about and obsess about the future when we're living in this, in this, you know, mess? Deep breaths, just deep lots of deep breaths. Anywho, uh, there is one more item that I would update to this list and add for 2022. And it relates directly to my parenting. And it's something that I would really like to get rid of to let go of. And it's a big one. And it's hard. (laughs) Oh, God, that's what he said. But anyway, Glennon Doyle uh, seems to think that we can do hard things. And I mean, she's cool. So I guess I'll take her word for it. And I'm going to make this aspect of parenting and really people, peopling, peopling in general, um, when I think about it, a significant focus for this year, because it's something that needs to change. You want to know what it is? Awesome. This will be the subject of next week's episode. (laughs) So come back and join us for episode 38 next Thursday, and I'm going to tell you all about it. And it's a little bit vulnerable, and it's not the most flattering, but I do know that I'm not the only parent who is struggling with this, especially in the disability parenting community. So yeah, thank you for spending this time with us today and for starting this new year off on a positive note. Speaking of positive, here's Miss Positivity herself. It's Avery. Welcome, Avery. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, how do you feel about being back behind the microphone? Do you like doing the podcast? Do you like chatting? What are your thoughts?
0: I do like the podcast, but I really I really, I really, want, I really want to see my friends, but it's really hard with the virus. Are
1: you getting annoyed with the virus? hmm Yeah, I hear you on that, sister. Um, so you feel like you're wanting to get back to school, but
0: you... I can't. But soon, right? Yes. Um, today I can uh, do worksheets. Yeah, we doing some worksheets, and we're working on
1: your math skills and, um... English. Some English. Your reading is getting really, really good. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Do you want to start 2022 off with a funny joke? Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Go for it. Why did my teacher wear sunglasses?
1: Why did your teacher
0: wear sunglasses? Because... The class is so bright. (laughs) Your class is bright. It is. Yeah. All right. Thank you. No problem. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Your support means so much to
1: us, so thank you so much for sharing the podcast and for leaving us comments and reviews. We really appreciate it. We are just thrilled to see this bright, beautiful community growing in this way. And if you know somebody who you think might enjoy this podcast, perhaps a disability family or just somebody who likes to chat, please send them our way. And if you'd like to leave us a comment or if you have questions or topic suggestions, you can leave us a comment on our podcast page on our website, which is linked in the show notes. Or if you want to get super fancy, you can leave us an audio message on the Anchor app. I know, it's super cool. Okay, thanks again for listening and we will talk to you soon.